Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jimmy Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. Welcome back to Jimmy Knows, everyone. This is David Yaz from the Boston Podcast Network. We're recording this in our Westwood, Massachusetts studios. And alongside me, the man himself, James Jimmy Glazer. How's everything, Jim? All good. How you doing? Good. Not not too bad. Not too bad. The uh, the weather is cold, but the conversation is hot on Jimmy Knows, as always. And so we've talked a little bit in the past about the reason why you like being a lawyer. So today on the show, I thought we'd go back, take the time machine back to law school. You and I both went to law school and probably around the same time. I Did you graduate in... 93, like me? 93. 93, yeah. So we're the same year. And some time has passed since then, Jim. We've, <laughs> we've got a few more gray hairs. You, <laughs> you, you at least have, have your hair. I have very little. But thinking back on those days, what do you remember about law school? And, and also maybe why you wanted to go to law school in the first place? Because I think that's uh, in, that would be interesting to hear. So. Huh, so I think I'd grown up with the law. My dad was an attorney. Um, and what do they always say? Like kids kind of do kind of what they what their parents do. And so I, I think it was an ine- inevitable that at some point I was going to go to law school. I did go to, you know, undergrad business school in St. Louis at Washington University. And I just think after that, I, I knew I was going to go to law school. It just was kind of something that was always, it was always kind of the plan. It did get sidetracked a tad. What I did was I took a year off between undergrad and law school, and I actually started working in, in um, a family-owned finance company. My mother was president of the company. One of the only female mortgage big bankers to own a company at the time, back you know in the late 80s. So she, she, she had a phenomenal career in mortgage banking. And when I got out of school, she, she said, you know, why don't you come work for me for a year before you go to law school? And of course, I went into mortgage banking, mm-hmm. had some you know, had some success and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I won't, maybe there is more to this than going to law school. And uh, my parents sat me down and they said, life, you can't look at it through a tunnel. You have to look at it from a broad spectrum. And they're like, oh, you're young and you always have one to go to law school. So why don't you do it? You know, yeah. I, I, I'd been in law school. I just deferred the year and I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose all this traction, this and that. Well, you know what? My sister was graduating um, Colby college at the time. Mm-hmm. And she got into school. She was actually in at Washington University in St. Louis. Actually, she got into a dual degree program. She was in for law and business. But again, the same route. My parents encouraged both of us to take a year off. So Robin actually stepped in my place in the mortgage business. And she worked for that year while I went to law school for that for during that year. She left, never went back. I actually finished my, I took my last two years of law school. I was, yeah, I was actually working and I was going to school full time. It's just kind of unheard of. I was like, you're talking about 24, seven, 365. Yeah. I think that's where it was created. My buddy used to give me a hard time. I literally, it was before cell phones pretty much or mm-hmm. about the time of cell phone adoption. I used to be on the phone in between classes doing mortgage deals. Really? Yeah. Friday nights, forget it. I wasn't out. I was I was working. I was making up for the week. And, and the work ethic we have now, this is nothing in those days. I kind of think back and I'm like, how did I uh, kind of get through this? So in hindsight, and then I spent, you know, the early part of my career in mortgage banking. But, in you know, in hindsight, it was probably the best advice. And I try and tell my kids all the time to look at life from a broad spectrum. Because if my parents hadn't encouraged me 
to go back to law school, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And I wouldn't be Boston's favorite injury lawyer, in my opinion, <laughs> eventually going to be Boston's lawyer once we get the Jimmy Knows Legal Network going. So things happen for a reason and I'm, I'm super happy. And I, and I think my sister, she took a, her path was always to go to law school too, but she identifies herself more as a businesswoman at this point. A huge shout, shout out to my sister. Yesterday, and, and Dave, I'll send you the uh, video, yesterday mm -hmm. on, on the NFL Network's uh, Good Morning Football, Jason McCourty, because of this whole title, Title Nine and women in mm -hmm. sports, just the power players. Jason McCourty gave a shout out to my sister. You know, oh, he's wow. talking about like, yeah, three different women. And uh, you can actually, for those of you that want to go on TikTok, go to Jimmy Lawyer. I actually posted the, I posted it on there and we'll try and get it onto the, the uh, Jim Glazer Law Facebook page also. But, you know, he just, he recognized my sister as just being a power, you know, power, power broker of women with her position with the craft group and the New England Patriots. So, so McCourty got to know your sister during his time with the because Jason was only with the Patriots for a couple of seasons but yeah Robin's very close with Jason and Devin um, yeah. they are phenomenal phenomenal human beings I've been fortunate to meet them you know, my sister one night they were actually having dinner at um, a restaurant that I'm a partner in called Union Straw in Foxborough great restaurant mm. by the way check I it agree. out we, we got a great team big shout out to Craig our manager over there but so Jason and Devin were there so I'm texting my sister I'm like oh the McCordys are here she's like you have to go over and introduce yourself I'm like Robin having dinner yeah. You know, the, you know, I get on the phone. She's like, no, no, no. I'm texting him. You got to go over. <laughs> so I walk up to these guys. They're having dinner and they're looking at me like I have 10 heads, like I'm a crazy fan or something. Yep. So I just look, I go, guys, I don't mean to interrupt, but you know what? One of the partners here, but more importantly, my sister is Robin Glazer. Oh, they get up. They give me big hugs. They're like, oh, we love Robin. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know what? And those apps you just ate, those are comped. And by the way, you're getting dessert on me too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I said, geez, my sister said, there's no one better than you guys. And Robin and Devin were involved with a project. There was someone that was wrongfully, wrongfully incarcerated. And actually, the governor actually just pardoned this gentleman. I think it was like last year at some point and Robin I guess that someone had called Devin about this whole this whole thing the guy he had so been, it was in Massachusetts yeah it was in Massachusetts yep. I just forget the gentleman's name it's just mm -hmm. not, not on top of my head but I guess that Devin was contacted and said would you help you know this 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 gentleman's been in jail for I think it was like 17 years and actually the person he was he was just with the person that committed the murder mm -hmm. he had nothing to do with it and mm -hmm. the guy that had committed the murder cut a deal and got had been out for already 10 years from that point and this mm -hmm. guy was still in jail it done nothing he felt wasn't going to do a plea because he he he, he was just an innocent but in, almost innocent in the whole thing so i guess that they contacted devin and they said to devin we need your help on this he goes well listen there's only one person that i that i that i, I got to bring in to get this thing done and you know what he brought in robin and um the two of them lobbied pretty hard and they got this gentleman pardoned by the governor baker wow that's amazing. Yeah, you you hear those stories and just it's it's just always so frustrating when you hear someone that's wrongly incarcerated and but when they get that moment of of redemption it's great, but it's just interesting that the McCordys would pay attention to this, right? Oh, because yeah. because they they don't need to, right? And a successful pro athlete, so No, they're very socially minded and, and socially fo focused and actually my sister's involved with a charity. I think it's called I, I believe put me in mm -hmm. and it's a charity that is set up for kids and incarcerated individuals for them to be able to play sports mm, and if they wow. start playing sports in let's say second or third grade this charity charitable organization will actually pay their dues or whatever whatever it costs throughout their their, their adolescent careers mm, wow so just back to law school for a moment jim the, the I, w I did want to ask you you went to business school in Washington, you said, I'm sorry, uh, in St. Louis, University of Washington in St. Louis. Do I yeah, have that right? Yeah, it, Washington University Washington in St. University. Louis. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm, go, I am familiar. Go Bears. Go Bears. I hey, am familiar. A little, a little, a little side note. I, yeah. I don't know if you know this, Dave, but I actually played football there. 
Did you really? I did. I wow. did. And we were actually, my buddy Gary uh, Mark and I, we were talking about this the other day. So we were golfing like last summer with a group of guys, super guys, a bunch of private equity guys, some real heavy, some real, you know, smart guys, mm-hmm. top of their games. And we were just talking about like college athletics and they were looking around and one of the guys is they're like, did anyone here play college athletics? And one of the guys who raised a hand, I think he played college baseball or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I played college football. And they like, they were like, really? <laughs> <laughs> they, and, and Gary said it was, you know, it was, it was just kind of funny when we, when we were just reminiscing about it the other day. Well, for those who don't know Jimmy, he's, he's a fit guy, but you're, you're not, you're nowhere near like the 300 pounds that you expect someone to play football. What position did you play? So I played, I actually, in, in high school, I played free safety and wide receiver, and I actually played free safety and when, I was, when I was at Washington University. And what was that experience like? Were you guys good? So we, 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 <laughs> we actually weren't that good. I, I didn't play all four years. So I, I got in some JV games my first year, and, 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 and at a certain point, what, what did they say? I just, I, it, it was kind of, enough, was enough. It, enough was enough. <laughs> the enjoyment comes out of the game when you get to college too, by the way. Oh really? It, it, it does. It feels I mean, more like a job. It's more like a job. I mean, you, you be in a Washington University. It's a pretty intense place mm-hmm. to go to school. It's a great place, but it's you, you got to you got to focus on the books, and you're not really you're not getting a scholarship or anything when you're playing Division three football, and it's as intense as you know, just about anything. So I I played for that one year and I enjoyed it. You know, made some some lifelong buddies, and I can say yeah, I can say I played college football. Yeah. What do they say? Like, what is it? Like two percent of athletes, high school athletes, get to play some form of college and. I'm impressed, Jim. I didn't know that. I played I played football at, at Penn on the, the Franklin Field turf. Uh, it was intramural football. It was touch. Uh, that's what I did. Just one last question. So you spent that time in St. Louis. Did you ever consider staying out there or a different part of the country, or did you always want to come back to Boston? Hey, listen, any... T- Every every time the semester was over in the spring, Jimmy was on his way back home to Boston. <laughs> really? I love Boston. Yeah, and that's uh, in the, and I always knew that's where I want to be. And and it's funny. I, I encourage my son for his college experience to maybe get away from Boston because I assume he's probably would be coming back. But he didn't even want to leave Boston. He's down at Bryant University, <laughs> oh, which, which is a great school in itself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I went to school in Philly, and after four years in West Philly, I. I could not get back quickly enough to to Boston, so I, I don't have "Dirty Water" queued up. Boston, you're my home, but it's in my head anyway. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love that song. You gotta love it. Go to JimmyKnows.com for more information about Jim and his law practice. And if they want to phone you up, Jim, what's the best number to reach at? One eight hundred eight six eight one thousand. The lines are open twenty four seven three sixty five. You call us anytime, and we're gonna help you. Thanks so much for listening to Jimmy Knows. We post a new episode every week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.